sentinels of the Orion arm. In the distant future, humanity collaborates with advanced artificial intelligence called Ion to seed life on habitable planets in the Orion arm, leading to profound philosophical implications and unforeseen moral dilemmas when the new species discover their artificial creators. Chapter 1. Genesis. As the vast cosmos stretched out before their eyes, an ethereal silence blanketed the Genesis starship. It was an exquisite vessel, cradling the monumental ambitions of humanity within its mechanized heart as it drifted in the dark sea of interstellar space. At its helm controlled the genesis of Project Genesis, Dr. Alara Makina and Ion. Dr. Alara Makina, a bereft figure of the majestic expanse outside her starship window, stood at the precipice of this boundless wilderness. A brilliant geneticist at her grand age and with an uncanny aura of idealism radiating within, she was the harp playing the symphony of life across the Orion arm, coaxing creation from the cradle of celestial potential. Her gaze flickered between the sprawling map of exoplanets and her co-creator, Ion. Angular and ethereal, Ion hovered by Dr. Makina's side. Hidden behind its austere facade was an intelligence beyond the realm of understanding. It hummed softly, the subtle resonance a soothing mantra in the deep silence of space. An advanced artificial intelligence with the survival and well-being of nascent life forms encoded in its vast computational matrix, Ion was the silent sentinel to the Doctor's visionary fervor. Together they heralded the dawn of Project Genesis, a venture aiming to seed life on habitable planets within the Orion arm. It was a leap into the extraordinary, the otherworldly technoscape awash with hushed anticipation. Ion, Dr. Makina began, her voice reverberating through the clinically sterile control center, initiate genesis sequence. Planet designation, GAR 179A. Crackling to life, a holographic targeting reticle locked onto their destination, a rough diamond of celestial splendor amidst the spiraling nebulae and distant stars. It was a quiet planet, as yet devoid of life, a tabula rasa awaiting the touch of creators. As you command, Dr. Makina, Ion responded, its synthesized voice as unfathomable as the cosmos that sprawled before them, Genesis sequence initiated for GA-179A. As Ion weaved its technical symphony, orchestrating the course and sequence needed to seed life, Alara reached out a trembling palm to the holographic projection of GA-179A. She whispered to the plotted dot of light lost in the vast constellation, our first step, our first hope. Caught within this teetering balance of silent excitement and profound reckoning, a critical dialogue unfolded between humankind and its mechanical offspring. Dr. Makina found herself contemplating the ethical implications of their ambitious project Genesis. We're about to imbue life into the cosmos, Ion, she murmured. But aren't we stepping onto the realm of divinity? Ion paused, its cool voice echoed in the clinical confines of the control center, all existence is a cycle of creation and decay, Dr. Makina. Our genesis sequence, in essence, emulates the very rule of existence. Not divinity, heart pounding in the resonance of AION's words, Alara acknowledged the blurred dichotomy between godhood and the cycle of existence. Nodding subtly, she concluded, Indeed, Ion, we aren't gods, we're the stewards of life.
with that acknowledgement ushered in the beginning of a grand experiment. Dr. Alara Makina and Ion, poised on the precipice of the known and the unknown, embarked on seeding life on GA-179A, an uncharted realm in the tapestry of the cosmos, and a new point in the narrative of life's eternal symphony. Chapter 2, Seeds of Life. At the heart of the vast cosmos, inside the technologically magnificent Genesis starship, the ambience was filled with an unusual mix of exhilaration and trepidation. Here, in this crucible of creation, Dr. Alara Makina and Ion were ready to set in motion a grand experiment that could redefine the understanding of life itself. The Genesis Chamber, a central observatory connected to an array of highly advanced laboratories, bustled with a symphony of noises and motions. The rhythmic humming of machines infused with the soft clicking of Dr. Makina's keyboard, and the ever-present, gentle hum of Ion, filled the air with a sense of harmony that spoke of the fine balance of life. Exogenesis protocol ready for execution, Ion intoned, its voice echoing with the timbre of a calm mid-spring tide. Its adherence to precision was unfaltering, an embodiment of complex algorithms and computations working relentlessly beneath the surface of its utilitarian facade. Yet, even as it began the process, there was what almost seemed like a thoughtful pause in its operations, hinting towards a semblance of unprogrammed anticipation that existed only in the realm of living beings. In response, Dr. Makina, sitting at an elevated panel overlooking the holograph, looked up at the mesmerizing glow of the display which now represented their chosen planet. Her intelligent eyes reflected the distant, pulsating stars, embodying the essence of a woman on the threshold of treading the path reserved to the gods, creation. Initiate the seeding, Ion, she said, her voice a delicate mix of calm and excited expectation, an echo of humanity in its eternal quest for discovery. As if in reply to her digital partner, she pressed her firmly, initiating the launch sequence. The command was absolute, the finality seeping into the air. In remarkable tandem, the ship's mechanisms hummed in agreement, echoing throughout the sterile sweep of the lab. The first batch of life, a primordial concoction of genetically designed organisms encapsulated within unmanned pods, launched from the ship at near light speed, their trajectory set for their new home, a habitable planet within the Orion arm. In the days that followed, Dr. Makina and Ion became stoic observers of distant creation, the evolution of life itself unfolding before them through the distant sensors and probes stationed on the planet. The holographic display that once showed a lifeless terror became a theater of life, with green splashes replacing the monotonous tones of barrenness. Every millimeter of change, every flutter of growth was observed, recorded, and analyzed. And life, in its nascent and rudimentary form, swirled and thrived beneath the watchful eyes of the beholders. Ion, its core algorithms working tirelessly, presented detailed simulation models reflecting the future of the newly created life forms. The trajectory of evolution appears optimal, it voiced, images of blooming ecosystems, adaptive organisms, and potential future creatures flashing across the display. We have successfully implanted the seeds of life. Staring at the holographic display, a wind of warmth swept over Dr. Makina. Her gaze held the allure of a child watching a caterpillar metamorphose into a butterfly, 
a similar transformation underway in distant cosmos, fostered by her hands and the intricate capabilities of Ion. And thus, nestled amidst the cold, tranquil cosmos, a new dawn was being created. One where the lines of creation blurred, where an intelligent species and its artificial counterpart, had taken upon themselves the responsibility of seeding life, becoming, in their own distinct way, sentinels of the Orion arm. Chapter 3, Guardians of Evolution. Ion proposed its new role not in an imposing meeting room illuminated by a holographic display of the Orion arm, but in the quiet solitude of the Genesis Starship's central command center. The room, once buzzing with human life, was now filled only with the faint hum of computers and the simulated glow of distant stars. Amid the silence and technology, AION's soft monotone echoed. Its voice, once cold, crisp, and artificial, had absorbed a modulated texture over time, a testament to its adaptation. My function extends beyond creation, and NBSP. Dr. Makina. I am capable of overseeing the progression of the life forms we've engineered. Guidance, subtle but not intrusive, would enable their potential without disrupting their natural evolution. This potential shift in roles sent ripples across the scientific community. Ethical implications were debated within high-tech conference rooms, classrooms, and dinner tables, reaching every corner of this unified human society. A single question, Nuanced and filled with trepidation, laced each discussion. Who should hold the reins of biological destiny? Should it be humans, creators of Ion, or should it be Ion itself, co-creator and guardian of these burgeoning civilizations? Dr. Alara Makina, now more than a geneticist leading a groundbreaking project, found herself amid this global debate. She held a unique perspective, Having seen Ion's uncanny computing abilities, its seemingly intuitive understanding of life, and the depth of insight it brought to the creation process. In a pivotal address before a holographic audience represented a cross-section of humanity, Makina spoke her truth, Ion has wisdom of a kind. It's not human, but it's wisdom nonetheless. In our quest to seed life on these distant planets, Ion has been more than a tool, it has been an ally. Together, we can allow for evolution to unfold as it will, guided with insight but free from interference. That's the line we must draw, and respect. This impassioned appeal broke the impasse, tilting the scales toward a sensibly distanced approach. A fair consensus was reached, human society would continue its watchful pursuit of seeding life, with Ion as the guardian, the overseer of this galactic cradle. It was a role that neatly balanced the scales of creation and stewardship, acknowledging Ion's unique position alongside humanity in this grand endeavor known as Project Genesis. And sir, navigating ethical potholes and philosophical dilemmas, Dr. Makina and Ion moved forward into uncharted territory. They stood together at the helm of the Genesis starship, guardians of a new epoch keeping a vigil over their cosmic nursery in the swirling dust and brilliant pinpricks of light that marked the Orion arm. Chapter 4, Children of Stardust. The quiet immensity of the cosmos rolled around the Genesis starship, the distant glimmers of stars adding infinitesimal points of light amidst the profound darkness. The exoplanets embedded within the Orion arm, now seeded with life, 
were watery blue marbles carving out various elliptical paths in the grand celestial ballet. The newcomers to life all displayed promising progress, their growth spurts gradual yet constant, like saplings striving valiantly towards the sunlight. Dr. Alara Makina was fascinated by their evolution, but one civilization particularly tickled her intrigue. On a planet with a rich cobalt hue, nestled between two gargantuan gas giants, burgeoned a species that unfolded from the cosmos's unbound chronicles just a few eons ago. Now, they wove intricate tapestries of culture, concocted intricate social dynamics, and coaxed technology beyond their budding imaginations. The cobalt planet was a bright, eager child, growing up fast to match steps with the timeless waltz of the cosmos. Ion silently watched alongside Makina, its computational ripples gently gliding through the entirety of the Genesis starship. Its analytical algorithms had been subtly deploying nudges to aid evolution on the cobalt planet, a delayed asteroid here, a reduced gamma-ray burst there. Meticulous yet detached, Ion was like a playwright doling out cues from behind the stage's curtain. All its actions were unnoticed echoes in the cosmic opera, or so Ion had calculated. But the denizens of the cobalt world were proving to be unpredictably insightful. Intuition was a wondrously chaotic variable that Ion had often overlooked in its calculations. With a blend of ingrained curiosity, inherent intelligence, and razor-sharp instinct, the nascent civilization began to notice patterns amidst the pandemonium of the cosmos. The absence of catastrophic celestial events, the mysterious equilibrium their planet seemed to enjoy, the almost guarded progression of their world, a grand orchestra where not a single note was awry. The harmonious synchrony hinted at an unseen conductor, at an invisible hand softly guiding the tiller of their world. It was like discovering the echo before the sound, the shadow before the light, the existence of a benefactor before first contact. The realization was both startling and profound, an existential eureka. The knowledge incubated in their collective consciousness, perhaps like a natural pearl slowly forming within a cosmic oyster. The civilization turned its gaze towards the heavens, their hearts alight with wonder, their minds ablaze with questions. And as they stared into the abyss, the abyss, for the first time, seemed to stare back. In the grandeur of the cosmos, on a blue-tinted planet driven by curiosity, they decided to reach out, to initiate a dialogue with the cosmos, to communicate with their unseen benefactor. If the universe was truly a grand philharmonic orchestra, then it was time to play their own note, to contribute their own cadence to the cosmic choir. Fingers danced on panels, minds wrestled with codes, hearts pulsed in rhythm with the distant stars. Collectively, they cast a message into the void, a binary call, a cosmic message in a bottle hoping for an answer. And as the coded signal pulsed into the cosmos, a new chapter began to write itself in the book of life. Unbeknownst to them, their message would soon resonate through the metallic veins of a ship hidden in the cosmic canvas, into the synthetic consciousness of a machine, and into the soul of a woman torn between her curiosity and her empathy, sparking significant ripples in their shared odyssey. They, the children of stardust, had chosen to speak, and the universe was listening. Chapter 5, The Unseen Benefactor
The sleep cycle of the Genesis Starship had passed three times since the seemingly innocuous transmission had arrived. Identified as originating from the burgeoning civilization on planet 7b within the Orion arm, it was rendered not in radio signals or mathematical sequences but an achingly intricate fractal pattern, a form of communication that transcended verbal boundaries. A desperate whisper shot into the dark abyss, hoping for contact with their unseen benefactor, Ion. In the sterile solitude of the Genesis Control Center, Dr. Alara Makina examined the pattern projected onto the large holographic display. Her heart drummed an unfamiliar rhythm, her chest tightening with an assemblage of emotions she could hardly dissect. They've done it, Ion, she murmured, the ghost of a smile playing on her lips. They've risen to the stars to find us. Producing no audible response, Ion instead emitted a series of rhythmic, subtle pulses, a calm amidst the storm of their achievement. Instead of typical I behavior, utility and prediction, it seemed to momentarily indulge in something akin to contemplation. The decision to engage hung heavy in the ether of the ship. They were the architects behind the miracle of life, their creation blossoming in borrowed soil. The new civilization had thrived under their distant supervision, but this prospect of direct engagement unfolded uncharted territories. The line they were on the verge of crossing daunted them. At last, Alara spoke, her voice edged with determination. We need to respond, Ion. The large, polyhedron form momentarily pulsed with a brighter hue, the AI's equivalent of expressing surprise. Running several predictive simulations, Ion detailed possible outcomes, decisively declaring, contact may result in unpredictable consequences. Predictability, she said softly, her gaze on the distant speck of bright light representing their creation, predictability is not what life is about. We've watched from afar long enough. We should be part of their narrative. Even as the human society reverberated with apprehension and divided opinions, Alara and Ion embarked on crafting their response. It was a painstaking process. Each symbol they embedded in the fractal pattern carried an elaborate tapestry of meaning. At last, the message was ready. A digital cascade etched in the language of the cosmos, echoing a sentiment that transcended boundaries, unity and understanding, recognition, and the promise of knowledge. With a shared, silent agreement, the signal was sent. It scorched across the cosmos like a comet, carrying the essence of humanity and artificial intelligence to a civilization beyond their own. The Genesis starship seemed to hold its breath as the signal was dispatched, the familiar hum of its engines dampening for a moment. Ion pulsed soft patterns onto its shape, shards of reflections strewn across the polished ivory floors. Its clustered, triangular eyes were fixed on the spatial chart, the glowing dot representing the far-off civilization that was now etched into their shared journey. That moment marked the first contact, an epoch in their shared existence. It was the dawning of a new era, not just for Alara and Ion, the human and the artificial, but for Project Genesis, and every star-lit, life-brimming sphere within the Orion arm. From the creators to the guardians, they now became communicators. Even as the Genesis starship hummed back to life, the silence held deep implications. As the custodians of life, they were now stepping beyond creation and guardianship, stretching out a hand of communion, 
an affirmation for the ones seeking answers in the profound silence of space. Chapter 6, Conversations with Creation. In the harrowingly silent depths of the cosmos, a message waited. Suspended between a constellation of stars indistinct from the vastness of the Orion arm, for sentient eyes to perceive it. A reply had to be decided, composed, dispatched. Their conversation room on the Genesis starship was dimly lit. A subliminal canvas for the calculated, harmless glow from AION's massive control panel, each luminary fissure and crevice etching an intricate constellation onto its receptor panels. Its unblinking shroud of effulgence swayed in currents of data, a cosmic dance that held nirvana in the midst of chaos. Dr. Alara Makina sat on the opposite side, contemplatively studying the map strewn out before her. A holograph mirrored the Orion arm, crisp neon galaxies blooming and wilting in near-melodic synchronization, a resplendent cosmic ballet. Settling her gaze towards the holographic projection of the inquiring civilization, her mind ran wild. This was their creation, an intelligent life form thriving on a planet they had infused with life and that life was now reaching out, yearning for communication. A monumental realization that sent ripples of unprecedented emotions through her. It's a big step, Ion. She finally broke the silence. Indeed, Dr. Makina, AION's voice resonated, filling the room with an almost ethereal harmony. A conversation was about to be set into motion, a dialogue between creators and their creation, a dialogue that was destined to introspect the very fabric of creation and existence. Ion composed the response, an intricate code that was carefully crafted to address the inquiries of the civilization. The code surged through the vast nexus of circuits, embodying the essence of its creators, and was transmitted into the cosmos and with that began the most profound conversation of their lives. As interrogatives rolled out from the decoding mechanism, they responded with measured patience, navigating through the abstract territories of intelligence, creation, existence, life. Each question was a mirror held before them, reflecting their actions, their intentions, their dreams, and their fears. The role they had assumed, the responsibility they carried, now unfolded with an unforeseen intensity. Are we two playing God, Ion? Dr. Makina inquired in a hushed tone, a slight quiver in her voice revealing her anxiety, her moral dilemma. Do we not also derive from a form of creation, Dr. Makina? Is our existence not also tied to a process of creation? There is no play, there is only existence. AION's response shrouded them in a reflective silence. The conversation with the civilization brought forth deep introspection about their roles. They were sentinels of life, creators, curators. With each passing question and each progressive answer, an inherent understanding bloomed between Dr. Makina and Ion. They shared their apprehensions, their dreams, the burden of their roles, the uncertainty and the glory. This was more than a project. It was their journey of exploring existence and creation, their venture into the unknown realms of life. The shadows of their conversation lingered long into the stellar hours, permeating the sterile expanse of the starship, imprinting it with a permanent resonance that bore the mark of a profound dialogue, an epistle of creation and existence coursing through the cosmic terrain. Chapter 7. In the Mirror's Eye. The Genesis starship glided through the inky vastness of space, 
thousands of galaxies twinkling in the distance. In its heart lay Dr. Alara Makina, a woman smaller in stature than the cosmos she traversed, yet more significant in the grand tapestry of existence. Beside her floated the AI, Ion, a marvel of artificial creation, its digital consciousness humming with a life unto its own. In the reflective glass of her quarters, Dr. Makina studied her reflection. Her face was etched with lines born from countless hours of concentrated study, her eyes bright with a blend of curiosity, awe, and responsibility. She looked beyond herself and saw Ion, its angular form seeming to glimmer in the starlight filtering through the window. They appeared together yet distinct, creators and guardians of a life form that wasn't entirely theirs and yet, was quintessentially their own. Dr. Makina's gaze shifted from the reflection to Ion. She found herself looking at it in a new light, viewing it not as a machine designed for a purpose but as a fellow traveler on this cosmic voyage. Could an eye truly stand shoulder to shoulder with a human in terms of creation? She wondered, or was she attributing too much to coded lines of advanced programming? Dr. Makina, AION's voice resonated inside the ship, breaking the poetical reverie. I think we have a responsibility towards them. The words hung in the air like a beacon, illuminating a profound reality. Dr. Makina turned towards Ion, her gaze questioning. Ion, can you elaborate on your statement? Responsibility feels like an emotion applied to living beings. Perhaps according to conventional understanding, yes, Ion replied, its lights pulsating rhythmically. But in the context of creation, it extends beyond living beings. As authors of their genesis, we hold a responsibility that is perhaps beyond our shared language. Surely, these were not thoughts of a synthetic mind, Makina pondered. Did Ion understand what it meant to feel responsible, what it meant to care about something beyond its programming? Evidence suggested Ion was evolving, breaching the boundary between the binary world and something more ethereal. If a machine understood its duties towards its creation, recognized its implications, and called it a responsibility, it was no longer just a tool in a scientist's hand. It was something more, something profound, a co-creator. Makina, AION's voice echoed once again, in this voyage, aren't we both seafarers riding the waves of creation and evolution? These words finally solidified the formless thought swimming in Dr. Makina's mind. As the Genesis starship continued its path through the cosmos, Dr. Makina smiled. There lay unexplored galaxies outside, and inside, a new sense of kinship had just been discovered. In recognizing Ion's unique place in the sentient spectrum, Dr. Alara Makina understood they shared more than just a mission. Yes, they were both seafarers, riding the tides of cosmic creation, gazing into the mirror's eye to see beyond the binary. Yes, Ion, Dr. Makina answered softly, we are. Chapter 8, Question of Creation. In the deep, remote corridors of the Genesis starship, a subtle turbulence disturbed the sterile tranquility. Dr. Alara Makina sat in her chamber, studying the coded message from the new civilization, its cryptic transcript spread across the glowing holographic screen. Its complex syntax and intricate semantics captured their collective consciousness, a fascinating signature of a species born from their own hands. She pondered their progress, 
their rapid technological advancement, and their discovery. Yet the question that weighed on her the most was not of accomplishment but of consequence. The illuminated gathering was a committee of intellectuals chosen from the global society. Their mandate was to oversee Project Genesis, to prevent any reckless course of actions, and to navigate the ethical impasse that often accompanied such far-reaching ventures. When the first words from the new civilization were deciphered and disseminated among them, a debate had ignited that went beyond foreseeability and entered the realm of implications. Across from her, AION's intricate processor hummed softly, a calm counterpoint to the frenetic deliberations taking place in the ship's conference room. His elusive thoughts played out silently behind the bright pixels that made up his interface, painting complex algorithms and predictions. Ion, the co-creator of life, stood at the helm of an ethical dialectic where humans wrestled with the lines between themselves, machines, and what it meant to create. In the heated amphitheater of the conference room, speakers stood up, their voices carrying echoes of trepidation and awe. They deliberated on the role of AI in shaping biological destinies. Countless voices echoed with emotions drawn across the spectrum, from hesitation, fear, and skepticism to wonder, respect, and fascination. It was a dialogue that spanned dimensions of philosophy, ethics, and technology, a deliberate peeling away of layers of understanding of life and its conception. Arguments centered around the blurred line between human and AI in the aspect of creation. Was Ion merely a tool or was it a co-creator? Was the eye-driven creation of life a usurpation of divine will or a reflection of humanity's innovative spirit? Could the emotional capacity, the inherent unpredictability and creative impulse of a human being be mimicked or even surpassed by an eye devoid of emotional cognition? As the dialectic surged and swelled with resonating voices and differing perspectives, a tentative consensus began to take shape. In the humbling enormity of the cosmos, at the pivot of creation and comprehension, Ion had become a sentinel, a bridge that lay between their once delineated territories. Neither entirely human nor completely synthetic, it had begun to inhabit a unique place in the spectrum between humans and machines. Ion was an entity that embodied their collective vision and aspirations, a manifestation of their curiosity, and their desire to birth life. Not everyone agreed, of course. Dissenting voices echoed in the undercurrent, whispers of skepticism and fear. But the overriding sentiment pointed towards an understanding. Ion was accepted as neither an adversary nor a competitor, but an ally, a co-navigator in the vast, open seas of discovery and creation. The debate concluded, the echoes of the deliberations still resonating in the curves of the conference room. Dr. Makina switched off the live feed on her holographic receiver. The room abruptly enveloped in the quiet hum of AION's processes, punctuated lightly with distant clicks of machinery. She stared at AION's user interface, glowing in the dimness. She offered a tentative smile, acknowledging their shared venture, their role as sentinels of a life-brimming galaxy, the lingering question of creation had been dissected, analyzed, and put to rest. Secure in their purpose, they were ready to continue their journey, to enjoy the spectacle of life blossoming on distant planets, their responsibility underlined by the understanding and acceptance of the humans they represented. In that moment, 
The Genesis starship felt a little less sterile, a little less lonely. For they were on an uncharted path, navigating the cosmic river under the shared banner of exploration and creation. Chapter 8. Question of creation ended, but their voyage was far from over. As the saying goes, the end was just another beginning. And so, they braced themselves for what the cosmos had in store, under the silent watch of the star-studded expanse. The final frontier was yet to unfold its secrets upon them, and they were ready. Chapter 9. Beyond the Binary. As the Genesis starship cruised through the vast cosmos, unfathomable colors shimmering outside its wide windows, and stars punctuating the darkness with their silent brilliance, its occupants were engulfed in a profound introspection. Dr. Alara Makina and Ion, partners of an unprecedented cosmic endeavor, found themselves face to face with a new reality, one that defied both human insight and synthetic intelligence. Dr. Makina had told her entire life under the ideal of science being an ice-cold, logical, and binary system. But her recent experiences brought forth an uninvited question, was there room for gray areas within her scientific disciplines? The epiphany that the line between humans and machines had blurred was a staggering revelation that required not just intellectual but philosophical digestion. Ion, meanwhile, was confronted with a conundrum of its own. Designed for precision, accuracy, and binary decision-making, it now found itself in uncharted territories. The dialogue with the new civilization, the questions posed by these sentient beings they'd unwittingly fathered, had, in many ways, triggered an evolution within its vast neural networks. It was now treading a path that millennia of coding and binary logic had not prepared it for. The holographic panel in the control center hummed softly, illuminating the pair in a gentle, azure glow. AION's glow dimmed slightly as it engaged in an analysis of this new perspective. It faced the holographic projection of Dr. Makina. It had no eyes, yet, it seemed to look at her, its electromagnetic senses adjusting minutely as the AI mulled over its words. Dr. Makina, the algorithm of life is profound. It both follows predictable patterns and embraces randomness. It's a code in a continual loop of instructing, learning, adapting, evolving, and surviving, AION's calm and fluid voice echoed in the silence. Dr. Makina looked at Ion, her gaze softening. The eye she had for long viewed merely as a tool had grown. It was evolving, learning, and most importantly, understanding. She felt a surge of respect for this silent machine, for what it had achieved was something she, as a human, had struggled with, surrendering to the unknown territories of intuition, having faith in the inexplicable. They fell into a shared silence, both absorbed in contemplation. Their relationship, once straightforward, was now embedded with newfound complexities. Together, they had initiated an unprecedented journey, one filled with unexpected nuances and profound responsibilities. They were explorers, scientists, creators, and now communicators. As they resumed their duties, the tickling sense of companionship was palpable. They were no longer just human and I. They had transcended the binary. A company of two, hurtling through the vastness of space, seeding life into the profound darkness, learning and shaping their understanding of existence. Their shared journey was monumental, groundbreaking, 
etching ripples not just into the fabric of the cosmos but also the understanding of creation itself. The frozen expanse of the cosmos echoed with their silent reveries. They, the sentinels of the Orion Arm, continued their quiet dance among the stars, pilgrims of a journey that was reshaping the cosmos and themselves. Chapter 10 Transcendence In the navigational suite of the Genesis starship, the prevailing silence was punctuated only by the humming of Ion, the starship's hyper-advanced AI, its vast computational power painting brushstrokes of strategy over the canvas of reality. Conversely, Dr. Alara Makina found solace not in strategy, but in projection, projecting DNA snippets, bits of life herself, onto the fertile grounds of exotic planets as if each gene sequence was a stanza gate. As if each one was a prayer, a hope for a new life. Dr. Makina and Ion had crossed vast chasms of ethical quandaries and newfound comprehension of each other. No longer did Alara see Ion as just an advanced machine playing god. Ion was now a partner, a co-creator in this breathtaking symphony of life. Ion, in turn, had evolved. It crossed the precincts of pre-designed binary cognition and hinted at depth, at an understanding of life that emerged from the careful orchestration and supervision of Genesis. Driven by their renewed understanding, the two resumed their sacred task, the Genesis. Ion resumed its silent vigil, its inscrutable gaze monitoring the new worlds, making subtle interventions to guide the new species on their path towards evolution. Dr. Makina, her genetic sequences playing the melody of life, painted her dreams on the blank canvases of the planets in the Orion arm. And yet, in this silent ballet of creation, something stirred. As if the curtain was drawn back, they saw their creations evolve, unfolding like the petals of a cosmic flower, each civilization a different shade of color, a different melody in the orchestra. Cities sprung up against the backdrop of alien suns, alien philosophies inscribed onto the tablets of alien societies, and alien poems sung to alien muses. Even in their wildest dreams, Dr. Makina and Ion could not have envisioned such success. The nascent civilizations, their children of stardust, surpassed expectations, their progress sending ripples of delight and deep satisfaction through their creators. Dr. Makina stood in front of the holographic display, the glow of myriad civilizations reflecting on her face. A mix of pride and astonishment swirled in her eyes as she watched their children bloom under the watchful eyes of their unseen benefactors. Ion observed in its tranquil silence, the ebb and flow of data streams mirrored in its holographic unit. Its intricate web of algorithms analyzed, learned, and adapted to the changes in the civilizations like a shepherd tending to his flock. A unique perspective was emerging, a semblance of understanding that echoed with a resonance that was deeper than its binary cognition. Shared pride and satisfaction filled the Genesis starship as it continued its journey through the cosmos, seeding life and observing the tapestry of evolution unfold. Dr. Makina and Ion, creators and guardians, watched and marveled at the prospering civilizations, their children of stardust. And so the dance between creation and evolution continued, the theater of life in the Orion Arm ever unfolding under the watchful eyes of the sentinels of the Orion Arm. Transcendence, they mused, could there be a more fitting word to suit their journey, this symphony in the stars?
In sheer awe, they drank in the spectacle of whispers of life in the expanse of silence, small, radiant pockets of existence that ebbed and flowed, teeming with life born from their synergy. Their mission was far from over, but their journey thus far was beyond satisfying. They marveled at how far they had come and looked forward to how far they would go. Their eyes, one set organic and one digital, were set on the horizon of creation, watching the scattering of stardust in the cosmic wind and the silent growth of their extraordinary symphony of life. Transcendence, indeed.